we've got um, Ruth Cashman speaking tonight, who is um, trade unionist and low party activist, and she is standing for the Momentum NCG. She is um, she's going to speak for about ten minutes and hopefully provoke some discussion. Tonight's topic is left unity is momentum fit for purpose. So I'm sure there's lots of opinion and feelings about this after four or five years of um, working in and around momentum. So um, the way the meeting will work is that Ruth will speak and it will be open to the floor to ask questions, make comments, contributions. Great, uh, thank you and thank you for inviting me to speak. So the question I was um, asked to talk about is, is momentum fit for purpose? And I think clearly, no, it isn't. Whether you, there is some debate about what the purpose of momentum was, but whether you think its purpose was building a mass social movement, winning a Labour government, holding left control of the Labour Party, democratising Labour, transforming the Labour movement, socialist education, there's nothing we can point to that anyone can have said that momentum's purpose that hasn't failed quite spectacularly. Um, we can see in the current factional battle between the two main slates, momentum renewal and forward momentum, the different power bases who made up the leadership of the left since 2016. So trade union bureaucracies, milieu around the CPB, the world transformed, the young ladies leadership, and then MPs and NCG members and Labour board members. So vast array of people who had some platform or power to change momentum up until this point all disavowing what came before and claiming that momentum has to change. Even, even these sides of the old leadership, all of them agree that, um, that momentum isn't fit for purpose. Um, what we're seeing now is the old leadership that was built up around John Lansman has splintered into opposing forces in these two slates. And in momentum renewal, you see one side of it, which is heavily based on the Unite high bureaucracy, um, new groups of people around Tribune and some of the new media, kind of pseudo-Benite people, forces around the CPB, though not official CPB backing. And then in forward momentum, you have a, a different side of the people who kind of had power in the Labour left in the last few years. So forces around the world transforms, some more minor union bureaucrats, various Labour functionaries. And in forward momentum, because it's far more believable as an agent of change because it's kind of a, a softer power base in the uh, in the old regime it's attracted layers of activists frustrated with momentum who are starting a discussion about what what has to change in momentum to make it uh, fit for purpose because it hasn't held meetings we don't know how much momentum renewal has attracted people but there's probably also a layer of activists who've been attracted to that um so since the beginning momentum attracted and sometimes mobilized large numbers of people but as a political organisation to push forward the transformation of the Labour Party and the wider movement to educate or organise for class struggle, it's always been quite a negligible force and it's, it's got worse in the time that it's existed. Sometimes its influence has been conservative or even harmful. So this is, this is intertwined with its lack of internal democracy. It has a negative political culture. Uh, so despite talking about democratising lab Labour, Momentum has not only hesitated in pushing structural reforms like open selection or conference sovereignty, it's also encouraged trends of leadership adulation, top-down decision-making and quite vicious hostility to debate and dissent, which is the opposite of what we needed to see in Labour. On Brexit and freedom of movement, on migrants' rights, Momentum failed the test of internationalism and solidarity. At best, it's passively tailed the campaigning of others. Mostly, it has, beyond platitudes, remained silent and refused to use its influence um, to bear in this movement and has just kind of 
at its worst moments, just promoted sort of soft nationalist narratives around the economy, around immigration. Instead of educating and organising socialists as fighters for a world transformed, to replace capitalism, it explicitly promoted the idea that partial socialism already exists in the state intervention and that the job of the socialists is for fight, to fight slight, for slightly more than that. So they had a very popular, famous video where they said, oh, um, you think you don't like socialism? Of course you like socialism. Socialism's everywhere. Roads are socialism. Schools are socialism. So with all that said, um, I guess the question is, if it's not for, fit for purpose, then should we just not bother with it? Um, and I think at the moment we do have to bother with it, however not fit for purpose it is. So in 2019, Momentum claimed 40,000 members. Now that's not to be shrugged at. And even if it's lost a lot of members in the last year, it's still a left group with tens of thousands of people in it. It's running an election soon. And if you stand in that election, as I'm going to, you can tell tens of thousands of people what, what you think we need to do now. Uh, possibly we won't be able to re-establish local groups, but um, both of the main slates that are running are saying that they want to put some resources into establishing local groups. And certainly, I think if local groups were rebuilt in some areas, then the right thing to do would be to go along to them and to talk to people. In the current period, so since the coronavirus health crisis, um, we've seen great campaigns around immediate demands. So the Safe and Equal campaign renewed my optimism about Organising in care and other precarious work, I found it a really, really inspiring and incredible campaign to be involved in. And in the coming period, we're going to see a global recession with corresponding job losses and attacks of conditions of those still in work. So here in Britain, they're predicting a quarter of jobs in the economy will be lost. And we know that capitalism by its nature causes crisis and capitalists by their nature will seek to make the working class pay for them. We're going to see wage cuts and job losses and repossessions and cuts in public services attempted um, by the bosses and by the government and struggle will decide if they succeed. So what we've seen, I think it was today that it came out in the papers, um, we saw British Airway announce that they're going to cut 12,000 jobs and the remaining staff will need to take pay cuts of up to 60% in order to stay, as well as a, um, an increase in their level of productivity, so the amount of work they're going to be expected to do. And this is very clear place where the Labour left should be intervening. We have the Green New Deal and we need to push it way beyond its limits. We need to be saying in this moment when 12,000 people are going to lose their jobs and 40,000 people are going to have their pay cut by 60,000, um, by 60%, um, we need to call for the nationalisation of the aviation industry and we need to call for a just transition for these workers into green jobs with decent paying conditions. Rising unemployment, I think, kind of pushes a lot of questions onto the agenda and it should reignite the call for a shorter working week without a loss of pay. Now, um, we've um, up until this point, the four day, the four day week had some traction at Labour Party conference and there's been a bit of discussion about it for the last couple of years. But a lot of that discussion has focused on increased productivity, um, how actually if you only have particularly kind of office workers, if they only work four days a week, they'll do more work anyway, because they're, they're happier and their personal lives are better and they're less likely to get sick. Now we should be pushing on far more important benefits of a shorter working week. We should be saying that by sharing out work, we can create more jobs on fewer hours and we can help those in work who have their hours are too long and their workloads are too huge. And we can help those who are out of work by creating jobs for them. 
and for work, part-time workers, we should say that they should have an increase in their program to pay. And we should be using every avenue in the movement to agitate for necessary demands like that. So agitating for a just transition, for a four-day week, for nationalising finance to enable us to use the resources and levers of finance to, to invest in these things, a huge expansion of public services and public works. And we have to use what we have to raise those demands. So working in momentum is frustrating and at times it's incredibly depressing but those frustrations will quite soon i think be dwarfed by these massive crises coming towards us and what we have is shit left organizations and meek badly organized unions that's that's the movement that we have to work with so momentum is not fit for purpose but actually the entire labor movement is not fit for purpose and so those of us who are socialists are faced with a decision some people will adapt themselves to the movement around them and themselves become not fit for purpose. Some people will allow very understandable cynicism, given how, how bad things have been so far, to set in and they will drift away from the fight and drift away from politics. And the argument I wanna make in this meeting today is that we should choose the hardest but most worthwhile path to rebuild the labor movement as a force by which the working class can first defend itself against the attacks we're gonna have at the moment and then assert itself and its interests at every level of society. And I think that momentum is not the, the key, one key to that, but we have to use every avenue. We have to use the trade unions that we have, however bad they are, the left institutions that we have, however bad they are, to start to have that argument and start to have that fight because we need to assert ourselves in the workplace and on the streets and in national and international politics and we can only start from where we are.